listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my sound and extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've entered back into the studio for episode 415. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir. So what you been getting into this week? Uh, this week, there hasn't been too much I wanted to watch, so I've just been um, checking out some comedy and shit, like some Ali Sadiq and some Shane Gillis, nice. and just um, some uh, uh, the Taskmaster from previous season, and just been playing some games, pretty much. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I kind of blew my media loader uh, over the weekend. Uh, there wasn't very much I was uh, catching. Uh, you know, a whole lot of bluey. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I mean, know, it's Kendrick. Christmas time. That, that's why Christmas time is the time of reruns. You know yes, what I mean? very true. Everybody's on break right now. Yeah, so, um, yeah, there wasn't too much going on there. What you been playing? Uh, just the same thing. Just um, uh, Wrath of the Righteous still. Nice. Yeah, dude. You know, it's funny. I heard somebody uh, talking about that on one of my podcast that i like to to listen to and they were talking about how like uh owlcat was releasing some of the statistics and they're like yo a lot of people play wrath of the righteous actively mm-hmm. but so few people actually finish it like, <laughs> no, like i think the completion rate is like 30 percent. that's hilarious i could see that yeah and i'm just like that's Man. fucking funny that's that's crazy. I thought that that was a, a wild statistic to have. Cause, Man, like, there's a lot to do in that game. It just feels so big, and yeah. it's kind of daunting at times because I really want to get into the game, but I'm just like, oh, can I get sucked into something for like a couple of months, yo? Because this shit feels big. Yeah, Pause. it's pretty big. That's, but yeah, dude, Wrath of the Righteous is definitely one that's on the docket. Um, sooner than later, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, um, that shit is pretty nice, man. Some of the, especially because, bro, like. Respecking in that game, if you're max level, literally takes like 20 minutes. Like, wow. literally takes like 20 minutes. Or at least, for me, sometimes that shit takes like an hour because. I was gonna say. Because you'll make, like mistake take like, you'll make a mistake in like. You make a mistake and misallocate like one thing because yep. you have to go through <laughs> your regular. Um, you gotta go through your, your regular class and subclass. There are also prestige classes, which requires you to have like jump around and you which requires you to have certain other things before you can even unlock those classes mm-hmm. and then on top of that you also have your mythic levels so it's super easy to make like one mistake on something that is really really necessary for your build because they're in like so many different menus that it's, it would be easy to forget something Absolutely. and so sometimes you get to level 20 and you'd be like all right i'm ready to go and you're like look at your ac and you're like wait a minute i'm missing a crucial fucking talent somewhere and the thing I don't like about their fucking respecker is that you it makes you recreate your entire character from start. You gotta like recreate their face and all that shit. Your your character design is unlocked. And then you gotta do that for all the rest of your companions. But the good thing about the companions is like they're 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 actually locked in character creation and most of them are usually locked up to a certain level for um their prerequisites and you can't change them, so they're usually a lot easier to build than your your actual main character, which is much more in depth. 
Yeah, and what be getting me is I'm I'm frequently in my theory crafting bag, so I don't even know what my end goal is going to be sometimes. Like, I'm like, all right, I have this idea, and I want to see if it plays out in the end, and you find out, like, oh, yeah, you know, you needed to pick up this one level of something else on the way here, bro, because it ain't going to work because you're missing one crucial ability. You're like, damn. That's the game. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the game is... But that's that any game that has that many options. That's mm-hmm. that, that's that, that, that's really an inevitable part. You know what I mean? But that's part of the fun is theory crafting and see how oh, all yeah. that stuff works together. Love that shit. Definitely uh, one of the things I I return back for. Um, but yeah, dude, that's what's up. Um, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. Yeah, I keep, as I said before, man, it just it feels so daunting at times. So I'd be worried. Yeah, I'd be worried. Like Steam put out my um uh, uh my review for this year, and I've played eight games on Steam. Nice. 40% of my Steam games is Baldur, Baldur's Gate, Oof. and 16% was um, Wrath of the Righteous, That's yeah, tied wow. with um uh, Crown of the Magister. Nice. But it's just like, yo. Yeah, that, that shit is nice, man. I, I really appreciate, like, like the longevity that the game has it's nice that you that you get to get so much out of it you know what i'm saying like yeah you don't never got to do something twice in this game until you've beaten the game at least like three times you know what i'm saying and, and that's like it really ruins the the value proposition for other types of games for me because it's hard for me to like if you would ask me if i'd pay 70 dollars for a Baldur's gate type 3 game it'd be like absolutely but you can't set that as a standard for like the industry because most games, I don't believe, will honestly give you $70 worth of value. You know what I mean? And it's just like, uh, it, I think it, it, it kind of creates a disproportionate value um, value uh, image in the um, in the industry, which, I don't know, I guess, I, that's why I like uh, marketplaces like Steam. Because, you know, Steam pricing is never fixed. You know, you're like, the, hey, the creator makes Speaking it. of that, I don't know when this is coming out, but 21st, which is technically tomorrow, Steam winter sale, feel me? Yes, that shit's Steam happening. Winter sales is Anybody who fucking Steam, it's yeah. going down. And you know, it, the sad part is, is like it's it's a real conflict for me because I am absolutely a huge fan of like physical releases, but the Steam marketplace is by far the most I think effective platform for video game distribution that I've seen personally. That doesn't like put you in danger of very scammy practices because that's <laughs> yeah. my issue with epic like epic is probably bigger than steam at this point i wouldn't i'm not sure but epic is hugely rife with schemes and and, and scams and it's just uh i'd much prefer like i really appreciate what the steam marketplace brings to the um to the industry despite my preference being like hey i would like physical stuff for my games you know what i mean i just yeah. personally like that Especially when it comes to console, especially if it's something that's based in the console. Like, I absolutely do not want a digital only market for consoles, and they just want that. They want to get in that marketplace <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I Ugh. mean, it's not that they want to. That that is the future. It's a, it's already yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's like everybody that has a physical version of a thing already has a digital version of a thing. You feel me? True. True. I, I just wish they weren't trying to get rid of the other one, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand. You know what I mean? The tide is changing in a really shitty way. It has been for 20 years. I wish it didn't. Yeah. But them niggas love money, so. Money! <laughs> but yo, speaking of which, man, it's been it's been tumultuous in the video game industry as of late, man. Every, Let me tell you, it's so crazy. Like, 
this is supposed to be like a, a slow time in media, but there's just been a ton of shit popping off in the video game industry, like from top to bottom. Like ev- everyone's getting everyone's getting it all out before the end of the the, the calendar year because they want to, I guess, get new media rollouts start next year. Because man, oh man, from Epic to Valve, which Valve has a has an interesting story on the docket uh, today. I thought that they uh they did some interesting stuff with their community for for their Christmas gifts, but um yeah, Insomniac, everybody, Blizzard, they, everyone's getting their end of year shit going. But yeah, so um yeah, that's pretty much all the media we began into this weekend. Yeah, that was it for yeah. me. Yeah, like I haven't man, I've been and there's tons of stuff I've been wanting to jump back into Baldur's Gate since um patch five because you know just of how much they've actually added and 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 change the game like there's there's still features that they've added that i haven't gotten to try yet like the wardrobe and all that stuff i wasn't big into the hireling system in the first place so it was i never really um dealt with that part of withers but yeah they've added um and expanded on all that stuff and there's just features on features on features i gotta jump into so definitely looking forward to doing that which i'm i'm kind of glad because outside <laughs> There's not a lot of games I'm super looking forward to right now, like Final Fantasy Remake Part Two, um, which uh, uh, I think they 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 launched the the name as Final Fantasy Rebirth. That one, of course, but that's going to be a whole thing because that's going to be my entry into the PS5 generation. So, gotta get the gotta get the console first to make that a, a reality. But you know, that's also going to lead into um, well, intermission. Uh, Final Fantasy Integrated would be the prelude to that, but. That um, those are the only two things I'm really excited to play right now. Like, in terms of like console gaming, like everything that I'm interested in is on a PC at the moment, which is it's very odd for me. That's that's a strange place for me. It's <laughs> I've been slow to transition to the um to the um PC market, but yeah, it's because uh yeah, I mean, I really I didn't the first generation of of CRPGs kind of fell flat with me because I rarely had a um. I really had time to to put into like actually making them run because like Neverwinter Nights and Baldur's Gate one and two you have to do some stuff to get them to run properly and you have to you have to know the um the systems um that they're running I fear uh, well from what I've heard to really appreciate um what you can do in the game mechanically but yeah no nah, Baldur's Gate three was a was a was a eye opening experience for me. Like I have to get, I have to transition. It's not even, <laughs> it's not even in, uh, 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 you know, like a, I'm a holdout thing anymore. It's like, nah, these games are starting to get way too polished to pass up on. And as I said before, the the value proposition for, you know, what, what was Baldur's Gate sixty? Was fifty nine ninety nine? I think. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, for sixty bucks, like, holy shit, that's a that's a a lot of fucking content for sixty bucks. You know what I mean? Which I thought was funny because one of the things that um, man, Microsoft is fucking delusional, bro. They were sitting here underplaying Baldur's Gate three success because they want to try to get it on Game Pass, which is you know their their <laughs> kind of like rental service. Like you can get access to the game while while it is active on the Game Pass um, rotation, but then you lose access to it afterwards. But it's just a subscription fee, and they they had the nerve to approach Larian with that bullshit. And they were lowballing on some bullshit ass price. Larry was like, "You know what? It's quite all right. We don't need the exposure for our game. Like, pretty much, far too many people are willing to pay full price for this experience that, that we would ever 
even consider this. Like, first of all, we don't like the model for our game. But moreover, what you're offering us is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and I was just like, dang, bro. Like, Microsoft really be, like, trying to flex on people. Like, Nah, it's not just Microsoft, don't you want bro. Our, don't you want our platform? I'm telling you, it's not just Microsoft. This entire year capitalism has been going ham (laughs) every single aspect all them niggas got together and they were like hey yo this is the year to try your fuckery and half of them niggas failed oh for sure and they have learned absolutely nothing you know what i mean i it is man it's wild out there like in the language of 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 uh you know socialism as they would say capital was attempting to discipline at the same time its consumer base and its labor force and that was ballsy. They were trying to 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 pretty much direct the consumers to consume the way that they wanted and extract more labor from the workforce uh, than they were willing to compensate for. And it was like, man, you can't discipline consumers and labor at the same time. And that's why you see across the board, like you'll see the 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 massive upheaval with firings and at the same time, massive game failures. And marketing failures of, of, of games like the 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 um, video game the large uh, uh, video game studios they were tripping they were really tripping like they were like they got so big that they were like bring all comers mm-hmm. <laughs> bring on all comers and I was, I was like I don't know I don't know if that's how this works it's not that kind of uh, uh, it's not that kind of tension where you can just uh, use bravado. And 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 the weight of your of your um establishment to to carry you forward, and everyone else is just gonna, you know, as they as they say, be disciplined and fall in line. Like, no, sir, nah. I think the thing one of the real big problems is a lot of these out of touch capitalists are old people, and they mm-hmm. really don't they really underestimate how defiant the younger generation has become, bro. Absolutely. They're like, yo, we're just gonna cow them niggas like we used to do in the past. Yeah, nah, like. People are American people are too free in the mind for that. In the best and worst ways for you to yeah. oppress them in the ways that for this bl- you got to be much more subtle with the oppression. You can't just be like, "All right, here's the whip. Take that shit." Like can't do that. You have to you got to trick people into thinking the whip is actually candy or some shit. Yeah, I, well, and see that's the thing is is that I would I wish it was just freedom, but it's more like the uh, the the consumer so manipulable. And they're not just manipulatable from the angle of their propaganda, but they can be manipulated by anyone's propaganda. And so that goes against what they want to do because yep. they want you to, to 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 believe just what they're saying. Correct. But you're, you, Correct. you're not. You're like not. them niggas <laughs> just throwing shit in your face and they're like, it's flowers, it's flowers, it's flowers. And you're like, bro, I can smell it. And everyone this around is me shit. is telling me it's not flowers. You I know can know smell I mean? the shit, bro. Like, what are you doing right now? No, it's flowers. Take it and pay me for it, too. You know what I mean? Like they used to have a noise engine that was solely on on, on um their their uh their level, but now it's like they can throw those that those that those shit flowers at you, and everyone around you is laughing at you, and you're like, okay, yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? If no, if everyone around me can see that I'm naked, the emperor's got no clothes, and it's the whole deception is 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 off. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, yeah, they've lost control of of and, the and propaganda. I think what we're seeing is the desperation of them trying mm-hmm. to get it back. You know, it, it's like when an abusive boy, it's like when a, a woman in an abusive relationship finally sees the light, and the 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 abuse no longer has any power over her, mm-hmm. but the boyfriend is still just doubling down on the shit that used to work. Yep, because they're hoping that you're going to regress, but she's 
absolutely had enough, which is which is the the gamers. Most gamers have had enough with this bullshit because oh, it's, sure. it's so transparent. They're they're it's such a, it's been such a mask off moment this year because a lot of corporate entities just completely stopped trying to be oh, like... Oh, they masked off. Yeah, it's like they, they completely stopped trying to make it seem like this is some sort of like a partnership. They're like, nah, we own you. You do what we say. And people are like, oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. And, and okay. every step that they've taken has tried to <clears throat> gear the consumer down a an alley in which they have complete control yep. over everything. And that's where they lost them is that you can you can mistreat people a lot, but you can't dominate them. Yep. It's the domineering part of, 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 of their strategy that's just like, oh man, you gave up the ghost, bro. You can't you can't do that. Like you can't control the pricing, quality, platforms, Competition. consoles. And and then and then and then prove yourself on every level to be lecherous, yep. to be to be malicious. Yep. From the way you treat employees to consumers, down to the to the content to creators that are empowered by you. Down to you the shit I mean? that we hear them saying in like their conferences and shit, yeah. where they're literally telling people like, nah, like the consumer, the employees and the consumers, like they think they have the upper hand. No, we need to get them back in line. Type shit. See, and this is my big problem with things like. And 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 even and I, it makes me struggle with my own consumption of gotcha games because unfortunately passive consumption has emboldened them, and they they we have to abstain from these business models altogether or else they will not get the right point. And so like even when like a game like Star Citizen actually comes around to provide functional uh, gameplay. The problem is, is that they have shown themselves to be a disingenuous actor, and so n there is no possible way for them to create a value proposition that is that is uh, uh, commensurate with how much money that has been put into it. They can make the perfect video game. No video game should ever cost close to seven hundred million dollars to make. That's the problem. So they could have made the, they can put out a ten out of ten video game. I would absolutely boycott it and say do not play it at my, at the top of my lungs because the very fact of the matter is is that once you ratify consumption of that business model, it's fucking over. It's fucking over. And I saw it in the gotcha industry because people hated it in the beginning of the gotcha industry, but they kept on massaging people with the concept. And then they put the concept in tandem with an actually good game, and it was over. It was over for the industry. Once they saw that that business model is saleable, if you actually put a small percentage of that infinite profit back into development to actually create more content to keep people on the platform, it was over. It was over. And that's when we started seeing, after seven years of it ruining the gotcha gaming market, it started seeping into sports games and then shooters and then and now look what it's done. it's like hollowed out the industry because now every single genre is trying or I should say every single large developer is trying to convert at least one property. We just need one of these guys to hit. And it's like, well, now you're chasing the dragon because people are getting away from that business model. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to happen anymore. That was just a fad that people just like most Internet fads. That that people were tricked in for a while, in our scam economy, they you know they let it ride, and now it's up to the consumer to just stop consuming the scam, you know, and it's not a really good business model 
and and not for nothing, Square is turning away from their live service model. I think that was their last announcement at their um, investors meeting was that they are pivoting away from the live service business model, which sucks only because I don't know if it's was it Square or Sony. I'm sorry, I can't remember. Sometimes I get them um, mixed up. But one of the large developers is pivoting away from um, its live service model. And it sucks because they had just picked up and hired so many people directly for that. Because, you know, based on um, what Naughty Dog is saying, so Naughty Dog recently wanted to make a live service game, um, and they announced it, been developing it, and they had to cancel it, stating that to run a live service game, they would have actually had to convert their whole studio over to that production. <laughs> and that's not the type of studio that they are. And they didn't realize that getting into this would require so much development. And so to prevent themselves from being unable to provide further um, um, products and services for the games and franchises that they have, they're going to choose to stay away from that. And I was like, that makes sense. It's not easy to move from like, we're designing for an endpoint to we're like designing something that's supposed to perpetuate itself for as long as humanly possible. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I, I'm glad to see that the pivot is away from that. I knew it was going to take a while. It seems like the, the, like the, the longest lifespan for one of these games is going to be around seven years, which actually is not, not that bad. You know, if if they're like, hey, we're going to have a seven-year roadmap for this game, and that's, like, a business model that is trustworthy, like, you know, not like, don't worry about it. It's not like, you know, we're guessing whether we'll make the money. It's like, as long as we get a good launch and be sustained in the first six months, then we'll be able to perpetuate, you know, for this. Like, that's a known business model. Then, you know, I don't know if I'd hate that, per se. You know what I mean? Um, but that's not what they're doing. That was never their goal was to, like, create a actual sustainable business model, which was the problem. It was always the infinite profit model of online, of um, of gotcha gaming monetization. And it was like, you can only do that with gambling. And gambling, you shouldn't do that with kids. You know what I mean? Like, it was always just a poorly structured business model. But, um, yeah, my bad. That was a completely sides rant. But, nah, man, you know you get my head spinning when you talk about capitalism going crazy. That shit stay going crazy, bro. Like, those niggas have no chill, bro. That's the definition of capitalism pretty much. Up, 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 question mark. But, yeah, man. And and and, and it was funny because, you know, what was going on with, like, uh, Gerard, the, um, the completionist. <sighs> Wait till gamers find out that what he did is the standard in charity giving. Because the thing is, is, like, there was no proof of embezzlement. And that was the big f claim that, that homeboys online were making, that I'm just like, you guys are going to get sued. You guys keep saying he embezzled money, and I'm looking at your evidence, and that's not embezzlement. It is charity fraud, but charity fraud is a very nebulous charge that doesn't come with, like, any major ramifications outside of maybe a fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to hit him with jail time. And I don't think any judge... I mean, unfortunately, they might judge Gerard based on his appearance, but, like, white people do this shit all the time. All the time, let me tell you, because I worked at a library in which this was absolutely what they would do. They'd reputation launder with the, all the famous people who lived in their community, and, you know, they get people to donate, and then it would go to the library, and it was, like, the library's using it to, like, buy shit they don't need. They're not using it to support the actual library. They're using it to, like 
you know, buy facades for their building, that is perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy the type of ways that uh, funds and charities get laundered, um, get, uh, you know, break the law or bend the rules. But, like, that's normal. And honestly, Gerard probably was not operating outside of the norm for that community. You know what I mean? It's just... And so do I feel like... like the court of public opinion slandered that man, and now they got him on some, like, oh, everyone thinks he's embezzled. He didn't embezzle. He just operated in the scam economy. Hey, see, that's the awesome, awesome thing. Fuck the court of public opinion. Them niggas never matter, bro. You feel me? Uh, but that, see, that's the thing see, is, like... That guy, job. as we've said before, mm-hmm. that guy fucked up. Right? He should have just spoke to his lawyer and shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter what the internet says. You can't stop the internet from saying anything. The internet is going to say an infinite amount of things. Mm -hmm. What you got to do is focus on what you got to do, which is, oh, shit, am I actually fucking up? Let me go talk to the accountants and my lawyer. Nobody else. Not the fucking internet. Nobody. Mm -hmm. For me, that nigga got himself into a bunch of trouble ignoring rule number one of the internet, which is fucking don't feed the goddamn trolls. Ignore them niggas. Yeah, and, and, and typically, like... In, in, like, a real work environment, n- no no proof means, you know what I mean, means that there's no ramifications. But when your job is your image and personality like that, like, you fucked up bad, bro. You really oh, yeah. Like quiet. I said the first he time. he's going to suffer from this. Yeah, like I said the first time. That was 100. You're selling your image, and you didn't mm-hmm. vet what it is that you're selling with your image. That's 100% your fuck up, bro. 100%. Like yeah. if you if you agreed to be like, hey, use my face to sell this thing, and you didn't do your due diligence to make sure they're not doing some fucked up shit after you gave them the permission to use your face to sell that, yeah, that that's literally the first step. You literally missed the first step of that transaction, which is making sure that it's legitimate. And yeah, and it just sucks, man. This is why I've never wanted celebrity. I'm not interested in 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 fame and stuff like that. I would like to be known, but not famous. You know what I mean? Like, because, dude, the court of public opinion can fucking really get you. Like, look what happened to Jonathan Majors, dude. I mean, they convicted that nigga on on third degree being corny. He got he got convicted on third degree corniness, my nigga. Because yeah, but also let's not look at there. it half empty, right? He also got acquitted of the two worst charges and only got yes. two misdemeanors, right? That I, that's the crazy. It's not a hundred percent win, but it's absolutely a win. How do and, and if it, let's and, and let's not let perfect be the enemy of good. You know what I'm saying? True, true. Um, but they but they convicted him with just enough for him to to have negative ramifications for it, man. And yeah, that sucks, I mean, bro. That that's just how we, when you work for a company like Disney, anything that can tarnish your image or their image is gonna is gonna result in you losing your jobs. It, it's 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 the same thing that with John Morant and the gun thing. It's like you work for someone that sells an image to children, and so there are very very unfortunate. You mean you signed that because, contract? You knew what you were. And for. then the, th- the thing is, is like, okay, let's look at the evidence that they were given against him. Because the worst part is, is like, he didn't do any like the, all of the evidence towards like the physical assault of that night. The video evidence all shows him fleeing from several angles. My nigga, like, there's like three angles of this nigga running from this woman, like running from her. How they managed to take that and say. Nope, he was he was he was beating her, and it wasn't like he was running from the scene separate. Like you could see her pursuing him 
Clearly, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. And in that charge, they convicted him of of uh, um, harassment from running away from him. And then the third degree assault was from the, the, the phone tape, uh, was from the phone recording. And literally, there's literally nothing harassing or threatening about asking a woman to be a, it's rude and tacky to ask a woman to act like someone else. It's rude, tacky, and as they said, detrimentally corny. But it is absolutely not illegal, nor is it like a, 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 a fatal flaw of character to compare a, one woman to another woman. I'm sorry, that isn't it. You know what I mean? And they convicted him of misdemeanors, which, you know, what, what, what kills me is, is like, they tried to, uh, Disney pretended like they was gonna let my man ride. No, they but, didn't. Well, they they, no, they, they gave him till the end of it, but they had no. <laughs> yeah, that, the that's, reason why they that's say like that it was common all courtesy, pretend, you know, what because like, it was the it's minute. because they learned from Johnny Depp to not jump before the um the 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 verdict is is given. And but I, if you go back to um if you go back to Loki, they rewrote lep- episodes of Loki. The showrunners specifically said they had to rewrite episodes of Loki, and oh, and you know also that. noticed that after episode five of Loki, Victor Timely showed up a lot less yeah, in that show. I feel like they were going to drop him regardless, yep. guilty or not. And the and the story pretty much they minimized Kang's entire involvement in the in the shit going forward. Apparently, it's not even Kang's dynasty anymore. It's just uh, 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 Avengers five. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what they said. That is what they said. I saw that, and I didn't at first. I didn't get it. They kept saying Avengers five, Avengers five, and I totally yeah, didn't no, catch on that they were Disney they was the, the the thing from it. Disney was ready. If if that verdict was anything other than absolute acquittal, yeah. Now this this was this was written in the cards ages ago. Yeah, the worst, bro. But what are you gonna do, man? I mean that. It's it's something that you just gotta be aware of, and and once again, I'm sorry, but in this country of America, I'm not gonna speak worldwide. It takes a very very special person to be in an interracial relationship with a black person, and you have to be discriminatory against people that you want to be in relationships when they don't share that culture with you, because they will do this to you. Not to say that black women won't call the police, but unfortunately, the police listen to them a lot less. It's a lot harder for a black woman to do this to you than a white woman, and you have to be somewhat discriminatory. I'm sorry. I know it sucks, and I absolutely acknowledge that it's not right. Nah, man. you got to be smart. There's nothing not wrong about it. You have to be discriminatory regardless. You can't just let anybody into your personal space, True. into your heart, all of that. What are you talking about? That you, you got to guard that. Well, that's just me. I'm speaking for myself. No, no, no. I no, think no. it's very, that's for very everybody. That's I fast. guard... My fucking heart, bro. I guard who the fuck is in my personal space, who comes around me, all of that. Nah, you gotta vet people. The level you guard it to is individual, but you always have to. You gotta vet people. You feel me? Yo, you got to. Don't let negativity. Don't don't be the door that negativity uses to come into your life. Oh, just opening the door to the negativity to beat you down is the worst. The worst. Yeah, man. But yeah, people reading is hella important. Just the court of public opinion been going wild lately. We gotta we gotta make sure that um well not we, the individuals who have parlayed their celebrity and influence into into what uh a monetizable form, 
you gotta be more careful with how you your your image is abused in the public court of public opinion because there there was a time when you you might have been able to make it through a lot of allegations that time ain't ain't here no more hey man all i can really say is learn from the people who have gone before you true you don't need to suffer something in order to learn the lesson from it absolutely oh those it. are the best lessons to learn and i feel like there's been enough people who have gone through these things you know what i'm saying that it's like but then again that's that's a little bit different because individual people sometimes you know people are harder to learn than industries and people can change and people can hide things about themselves that you may not notice so that's a little bit more harder so it's even absolutely. more important to be discerning when it comes to and there's tons of times others. when you we, we we come across this and there's there's clearly nothing the person could have done. They were just in a bad position, and they're and and they were just playing damage control the whole time. And I feel for people who who become victimized like that, like who are attacked for things in their past that were like they weren't defamatory, but by today's standards, we're going to oh, yeah. turn it into something. That, like, that's I hate stupid. that. Yeah, I hate stupid. that. But I feel like, especially in Gerard and 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 Jonathan's um, situations, it's like. There's some decisions y'all could have made, guys, that that you could have paid attention to some things in the past that were very obvious uh, uh, signs to you that could have given you the information you needed to make the decisions today that were better. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's those life, seem like man. The, the tough ones. <laughs> that's those are life. the toughies. Those are always the worst when you come back to that. You're like, yo, I saw this fucking red flag, and mm -hmm. I just, I thought it was cool. I just walked right past that shit. Yeah, don't walk past the red flags. But yeah, oh man, did you see uh, T Twitch had to hit that their back pedal on the artistic nudity choices? <laughs> Bro, the entire site devolved into softcore porn. Like I, uh, there was an image of somebody who was looking at their feed, and it was like none of their feeds had anything to do with nudity, but it was like a th one thumbnail of a normal you know, bald-headed white guy sitting in front of his camera, playing a game, talking, normally what you would imagine a Twitch streamer. Every other thumbnail was somebody who was just skirting the nudity policy. <laughs> oh, man. it was It's so good. You're like, the internet just has no fucking cool, bro. Has no cool whatsoever. And it, it, it was an obvious, obvious... It was an obvious response to what they were doing. It's like you guys should have just shut up about it and not make it such a big thing, especially because because of the way that their their um their band system works, it's very easy for an individual Twitch streamer with a um decent enough following to get um to get something banned off the website. You know, they just they they rate it, mass report it, bye-bye. And so that's what was happening. So it wasn't even like I mean, their own internal shitty policing system would have taken care of it if they would have just shut up, let the internet outrage, burn out like a like a, you know what I mean, like a oversoaked wick, and then That's exactly what I just said, bro. But nope. can't can't let the nope. court of public opinion trick you into doing stupid shit. That's Ignore exactly what diggers. happened. A bunch of dumbass fucking paper thin skin. Right I don't know why the people don't understand. To there are infinite people on the internet, and you can't always tell which one is being genuine. So to take just the wave and be like, oh no, it's a wave. Like, nigga. Like, that shit, half of that shit could be fucking fake. That shit could be astroturf, but 
It's oh, it's absolutely the, the well, pressure. Literally, raid, uh, rating and mass reporting is astroturf. Yeah, because none of those. But I'm, but I'm not yeah. speaking of You're just right. that. I'm not. I'm just. I, I was mm-hmm. branching that out to the greater internet, not yeah. just the Twitch specific scenario. But mm-hmm. yes, you are correct. But it, 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 my thing is just like just what I always say. Like, my God, like it's like you're fine, and it's really strange to me that people allow the words of others to have so much influence over them. It is mind blowingly baffling. It's like to me. adults, like kids. I get it. Kids are conditioned to be told. But when you, that's a part of maturity is realizing yeah, no, it's, like it's, stop listening to these. It's fucking people. insane. What's wrong with you? You don't even know any of these people. These people, not, not a one of them. You, how you trust anything that these motherfuckers is saying just because they're saying it in large groups that they they it's fucking correct? I don't know, man. It's it, so weird. It's funny. I saw uh, I saw a meme that was like, "Can y'all please stop trying to make everybody happy? You don't even like you everybody. What the fuck? You don't even like these niggas. Why are you people pleasing? Yeah, why do some people find it so difficult to ignore? Just ignore. God damn. Like I mean, my, my people are literally immaturity. seeking out things to be mad about on the internet and then reacting to those things and making their life worse as a real result of not even just reacting but overreacting to those things and making their life worse as a result baffling it's immaturity and lack of experience with social situations is just terrible on the internet but yeah ah boy oh boy see so i set that rule bro I, I, I hate being complicit in my own suffering. Yeah. As soon as I realize mm-hmm. I'm doing that, I will change fucking tack. I don't understand how these people could just be, oh, that's what it is. Because they're they're not seeing themselves, they're not seeing their actions as being contributory uh, yep. to the situations that they're in. That's what it is. They're used to the world bending to their will instead of doing things to make the world bend to their will. So it's like, wait, wait, why isn't everything automatically falling in line? It's because you're not doing anything to make it fall in Correct. line. Correct. It's hundred percent. You gotta correct. do something, and part of doing something sometimes is leaving that situation to yep. go to a better situation. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The lack of connecting their own activity, their own complacency and complicity in these these things, not realizing it's, that's you. You're mm-hmm. doing that. Don't do that. <laughs> they're uh, doing what they're always gonna do. You feel me? Them niggas do this shit for fun. These, these niggas harass people and watch them flame out for fun. I know, and then and then and then do the same thing. It's it is crazy. Lack of self awareness. Yeah, it's crazy that in twenty two feed the don't feed the trolls is like a 10, 13 year old expression that some people still haven't heard or learned that shit yet, bro. They're just, just like, it. yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to all these content on the internet, and I'm gonna teach every single one of these niggas what I'm about. <sighs> every one of these comments, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know. <laughs> yo. Good luck. But yeah, getting into a fight with infinite people is wild to me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, bro, you're getting jumped by infinite people. <laughs> it's you're so not gonna wild. win. <laughs> Motherfuckers love challenging the internet, bro. I'll get it. <laughs> oh man, that's that's crazy. But yeah, Twitch <clears throat> Twitch did the obvious rollback back because the internet has no chill. They're like, yo, it's too much. We didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. It's like niggas, y'all didn't hear a Tumblr, bro? Bro, it... And everybody on Twitch is trolls. Like, the vast majority of people on Twitch are trolls. And, yep. Or they, they, some people, I'm not saying nobody consumes Twitch just for the entertainment value of it. But I think a significant portion of why Twitch is even a viable platform is the the community that does trollish activity. Yeah. Because I, I, trolling is, just is absolutely a part of internet culture. Yeah. It is not going anywhere. It is, it is, 
unfortunately, lots of young people and maladjusted, regular-aged people <laughs> like to go on the internet just to make other people's day shitty because it makes them feel better for whatever reason. The worst. But yeah, um, other than that, man, so... All, a lot of those, those workplace malfeasance suits that were bringing up, uh, being brought up against Blizzard, they settled. They settled. And for a significant, uh, I mean, I was, a, a reasonable amount of money. I think it was um, $48, $43 million to be dispersed amongst, I guess, the affected parties, um, which is, is a W. It's more than, than the federal agencies had, had been moving to get them. But um, we'll give you all we give you ten dollars in uh, a McDonald's gift card. How about that? Call it squares. But it's like the the part that 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 I will never sit right with me is that paying off these settlements, quote unquote, gives them a clean bill of health, and nothing correlates the workplace culture and problems that that created this these issues with the money that's being paid to the settlement. There's no correlation. There's no... Because the settlement gives them a clean bill of health, quote-unquote, legally, from these problems, nothing's going to be required of them to prove that the workplace culture is is, is changed. And not to mention, there's still a ton of anti-union anti, um, activities that aren't even addressed by the settlement. And it's just like, you know... This legal system is definitely, I really find it to be a misnomer to call it a justice system. Because there is no justice to be had in any of this. Not that the Department of Justice was directly um, involved with the non-criminal um, suits, but it's like, where is the repair? Where is the, because it's not like they're getting paid commensurate. See, the to thing is, you are assuming that that was the point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I hate the fact that the word justice is ever used in any of these these situations because that's never the point. The point is, well, there's very clearly multi. There's a lot of different points being had. You know, Blizzard has their point. The people who are aggrieved have their point, and you know, the whatever federal agency is over uh, showing oversight over the situation, they have their own point. You know what I mean? Like. And 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 they're all working off of one aspect of what the system is expected to do, and it's like, ugh, it's it's it, it's very misleading. I think that it, it it purposely leaves open huge gaps for um understanding what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, and and also which is not their point. You know what I mean? Like that's my point. Like I would like to determine you know some kind of ethical direction from this but you can't because there is no ethics being applied to 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 any of these parts of the situation so it, it, it's just weird you know that they they tend to judge people's ethics in a system not designed to have ethical value so weird to me super weird to me um but yeah blizzard settled out so they'll be moving forward i don't know I wanted to see the end of this to say, hey, you know, maybe Blizzard is patronizable again at some point. Like maybe they'll they, they, they edifice. And I'm just like, they're not. And it's fine. I me. saw a video yeah. this morning from an ex Blizzard developer. And you know what that nigga said? Oh, God. He said, Blizzard is dead. He said, yes. he all said of the developers that you know that like the things that you made in Blizzard have either gone. moved on 
or well, no, I think they said they have all moved on, and either yes. and the principles that Blizzard was built on is dead. So stop holding out hope. Feel me? That's literally what a former Blizzard developer said. I saw in a in a video clip this morning when I was on Instagram. And I think that part. Uh, um, I saw a short from an ex Blizzard dev that was talking about they can't hire. All of that shit I was saying before about like, you know, people, you should choose not to work at this place. It is a big industry. And yes, it's harder to find a, but it is not the prestige. Finally, that message has hit home, probably not due to my speech, but, you know, has hit home to a lot of, of devs and they can't find good devs. Not even young devs want to work at, at Blizzard anymore. Yeah. And because, so they can't Because that, that is the video game industry. It's self-propagating. Yep. You make good games and inspire people to go out and... Well, and that's how you keep art. Going. Yeah. Art begats art. Yes. You feel me? That shit causes people to be inspired and create more art. When you start skipping that that step of making shit that will actually inspire and move people and only make shit to make money, then you're you're cutting your legs out from under you. You're killing your future. And 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 that's why I hate the fact that corporations don't acknowledge what they actually bring to the table. You know what I mean? Like they are so bad at cultivating that aspect of it. And they don't understand that without that aspect, you have no product. You have no product with that. So you have to let the product thrive in the environment the product thrives in. And yes, you can come and add to that. And yes, you can come exploit the 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 um proceeds of that are generated from that, mainly because a lot of time art is created for art's value. And so that leaves the door open to share profits. Unlike in your model where you can only take profits. See? It's like you just said a curse word right there. Share profits? What the fuck is this nigga talking about? Sharing. Broke nigga fuck? talk. That's broke nigga talk. This share? You said the S word, bro. Bro. Out of here. You don't get all the way out of my face with that Save. share bullshit. Fuck share. Like, hell? That, 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 nigga, who raised you? <laughs> you feel me? Nah, that's... <laughs> we take route here, son. We don't share nothing. And so, yeah, and you know, that is a fundamental thing that I've recognized that is a, I, I hear it from so many aspects of American culture. Just like, the inability to even consider the idea of sharing, it's its so anathema to what's American. And one of the oh, core yeah. corrupt values that if this country doesn't deal with, it's going to be fucked. Like, you can't create a, 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 such a large country without at least a little concept of sharing. <laughs> it's just something that needs to happen when, when people conglomerate the way we do. Otherwise, the reverse happens... And hyper-individualism happens very easily in this ego-driven society, you know? But, yeah, just one of them things, man. Unfortunately, the corruption of the, the corporate structure will, will never cede anything to the other side, which is why it's got to be eat the rich, unfortunately. It's like the niggas is refusing to do anything but make yeah, that the future. Because greed can't be reasoned with, bro. Can't, it's a sickness, man. I always greed say that. Greed can't be reasoned with. You just Greed just wants to take. It doesn't matter if the things that it's taking will benefit it. It's the taking is where the sat, where the satisfaction lies, not yep. in receiving anything. Ah, that's, that's, the, that's such a good point, though. It's like a lot of people think that greedy people just want things, and it's like, no. It's the act of taking your shit that Correct. actually makes me feel good. Correct. It's seeing you have less and me have more. Correct. That's what's. Oh man, you can't reason with that. You cannot, and that's why we really need to deal with that. And 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 America, like the media that that pushed that so heavily, in throughout American um uh media in like the seventies, the Gordon Geckos and the greed is good and all that <laughs> shit. Like you fucked people up. 
Because there's people who live by that shit, mm-hmm. and that's a problem. And then and people who have the power to affect uh, uh, influence people that way should be a little bit more responsible about that power. Because look at look at what we're getting today. You know what I mean? But it's not it's not that those things didn't exist before that, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we shouldn't amplify them yeah. in that kind of light. You're just seeing the effect of broadband. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Broadband yeah. just. Everything, all this negativity and shit, it existed, but it was just smaller. Broadband made it easier to share everything, good and bad. And, you know, lies travel around the world faster, much faster than truth, truth though. It's just, sure. it's just the nature of human beings, you know what I mean? Negativity just hits, just, negativity sticks negativity a lot easier. It hits different, bro. Yeah, it, it does. just hits so, different. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is... Mm-hmm. We each have to actively work against it yeah. all the time. That is that is why it's so difficult because some people just and anything that's work is don't. definitely not going. It's going to have. It's going to be hard to get everyone to to jump yes. onto it. You feel me? Especially when it's something so much easier. But yeah, moving on from that, you know, in some I think a little bit lighter news, Valve uh, sent out their Christmas, uh, you know, just disperse some Christmas cosmetics for everybody. They sent out a, you know, like a loot box style bundle that, you know, you could open for free. But it had some really good cosmetics and it's some pretty desirable stuff that they had put out. Some nice. new stuff. But I, what I didn't know about Dota um, 2 is that it has a very, very in-depth behavior system for the players. And what they call smurfing, um, which is creating all like pro players who uh create alt accounts or higher level players who create alt accounts to grief lower level pr- players and stuff like that you know just being toxic all that stuff if you had any violations like that on your account <laughs> you're a naughty list bitch you ain't getting shit oh no not only did you not get shit but you opened up a ban Lord, a literal a lump ban, of coal, my, nigga. yes <laughs> A, a, a toxic lump of coal. That's so funny. And you got a ban, and it was so funny because uh, streamers right were there. opening up. So one of the issues that they were running into was people who were, I tell you, fucking gamers, dude. Like, we really ah, we got to do better sometimes. These streamers were fucking hiring people to play their accounts and get positive behavior points to counteract there uh whenever they would get negative behavior points and so they were just behavior farming and so that that's that's what they were actually targeting with this because what would end up happening is is that these people would 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 um break the rules you know what i mean on alternate accounts go back to their main accounts have no ramifications and moreover they had a leniency system for certain players based on their creator score, I guess, or something of that nature. Oh, yeah, that always works out. And so the creators were obviously the most toxic people oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, environment. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, um, it, nothing ever goes wrong when you give a group of people's preferential treatment. Never. And so um, that, that's, that was the beautiful part about the way this was executed, was that the streamers would end up, oh, I'm going to open my Christmas bundle <laughs> on stream and open up a bed so that people would then know that they that had they were smurfing cuz otherwise their their streaming community would never know about some of the more toxic behaviors that they were doing that's some funny shit and so i was like yeah i'm 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 really down with that i i like i like when there's creative community engagement and i think that it needs to be more widely spoken about 
so that the community at large could start to realize, like, just stop doing this shit. Because they, they, they'll probably get their community, like, eventually over time, like, conditioned, you know, just to, just to stop it. You know what I mean? Because they keep on evolving with the community, implementing things to, to try to help, you know what I mean? And I wish there was ways to extrapolate that to the greater internet community because it's like every little microcosm is exactly like that. Just overwhelmed by either children or toxic adults with disproportionate voices. And it makes every community have to go through some form of this. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, we need to find a way to, to help internet culture kind of, I don't, I don't know, mature, if that's a thing. It's just, but it's because it's people. People need to mature. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You feel me? It's just one extra step. They're just on. They're, they're they were just given a platform to be a dickhead. Feel me? The option to not be a dickhead always exists. Yeah. Yep. And it's and people are choosing not to do it in the first place. So it's unlikely that they're ever just gonna choose to jump onto the side of being reasonable about things yeah, that, or but respecting that's a, people on the other side of their account. <laughs> and that's a that's why that's such a great fucking uh, tactic by Valve on many levels. You feel me? It's playful. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's uh, uh, season relevant. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it gets the point across. It not only blows up their spot, but also, like, it, it's a very good gotcha. Yeah, like, that is an awesome gotcha. Why they go. Valve's like, clearly been at this for years. You feel me? Like, this is definitely the the result of a several years deep community management program yeah, that, sure. they, that they have very strongly supported. Um, because the thing is, is, like, the reason why I think a lot of community management gets foregone is because it doesn't have the immediate payoff as marketing. And at the same time, you're they're banning people and they're stopping people from playing your games frequently yeah. because very rarely do players who are playing properly need to deal with the developers. Like players who are just playing the game and being decent people, they don't need the developers. So it's hard for corporations to justify putting the uh, commensurate amount of time and money and manpower into community development because there's just no immediate payoff, you know? And so I do understand that aspect of, of, of why, you know, Valve might be unique in doing this. Um, but it's because Valve also recognizes that if you want your game to last, you need the community to stay oh, yeah. with you. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, they are a live service model. And that's what every fucking live service model has omitted. Yeah. Not a single console live service game that I've seen, maybe outside of Destiny has properly cultivated its community. And that's why Destiny, being the utter shite that it is, still has a ton of relevance. It's because they, despite the developers not being on point with a lot of the features and things that they've been um, putting into the game, the community management has been great at dealing with the community. They've mastered how to give bad news. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's so important. It's a gift for you, and, man. And that's the that's the number one thing, and um, that I will say is, uh, well, because when a community is built, when you're building your community, your com- your community managers are doing more than just banning people through, you know, from the forums and stuff. They're doing a lot of of pretty much internal promotion. Yep, you outreach know? and and outreach. Oh my goodness, the the type of outreach that happens when 
community content creators attract people who then feed into the creation of the game oh my god it's so good for the company when that happens um and it's really hard for a company to do that outside of its normal employment model yeah and community managers do that because like um modding communities are are part or a subsect of the con uh, of community management that is huge because guess what when your game is going to be developed for five years three years in your fucking lead design team is going to be like we're running out of shit man we're losing steam <laughs> and it's the community that keeps feeding them the information and 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 auxiliary content that they need to keep relevant and so yeah um that's pretty much a thing that i'm saying now i absolutely will i have this a very clear red flag any not all live service games are bad they can be done correctly but the number one red flag is the lack of a a very boisterous and outgoing community um, development uh, yeah. angle. It, it's like um, cars wouldn't work without the infrastructure of roads. It, you, and you, you want to know what I'm talking about? I, absolutely. Cars need roads. Yeah. You can't so, sell cars in countries without roads. That's why China went and built a bunch of roads in Africa because they want to sell them cars. Yeah. And you know so what I mean? you, you can't build a good community without... Cultivating the shit that you need. It's, in, yeah. it's infrastructure. And you know who taught us that? Pokemon. <laughs> who does more community development than fucking Pokemon? That's funny. To the point where they just Gotta keep giving the same mo. game because their community loves them so much, they just they will be completely satisfied with more of the same. And yeah. there's always more kids to join their community. They have a really good market uh, demographic interplay, but you know what I mean? Like, the community engagement is, I think, super important to what Pokemon does and why they fucking will yeah, pay a, you know a, a symphonic uh, orchestra to play their music because they know that it's just the most superlative community engagement. Yeah, I literally just found out that they have, like, personalized world tournaments and shit for, like, Pokemon. So yeah, 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 yeah. That shit, that shit's crazy. It's way bigger than I thought that shit was. Oh, yeah, no, Pokemon don't play. Um, But, yeah, so... That that's that's moving forward as a consumer. I I will knowing that live service games are probably come across the the um the docket. I I will not offhandedly just hate on it since it's obviously a model that can work. And I think some games like um the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, the one that I heard good things about was it last year or this year that game last came out? year that last that year. totally flopped because of the live service model they were working on. Mm. I I think that if the fact of the matter is, is that the we can't get rid of that model, we should find a version of that model that is not so exploitative, so that they can grow off of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we definitely don't want them following the Diablo Four slash Star Citizen model. Did you hear what they what Diablo 4 just put out? No. They, they were just asking their players, like, so would you pay fifty to one hundred dollars no. for the expansion? <laughs> and and I'm just Nigga, like, expenses are fifty to thirty dollars, Blizzard. What are you smoking? And that's what I'm saying. It's like even and 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 that's why I've disavowed all content creators who still do Diablo 4 content because you're just giving free publicity to a <clears throat> a, a, a theft platform. Yo, nigga, that's wild. Fifty two hundred dollars so for an expansion. Nah, that's crazy. And so, you know, that's what I mean by, like, we just got to boycott these business models. Yeah, that's crazy. We got to boycott these business models. 
because we do not want the industry to get the wrong signals Actually, from stuff like that. Before I trip, are they offering me a hundred hours worth of new content? Oh, if no. they're offering me a hundred hours worth you, of new content, they then I can you, see it worth it. it, bro. I have spent, and this this is my mea culpa, and this is this is the kind of conditioning it takes for someone like me to continue to be like, well, maybe they'll fix Blizzard eventually. I've put 3,500 hours into one Diablo character, Diablo 3 character. My witch doctor, <laughs> now mind you, my witch doctor is not to be trifled with. I have every set, every thing. But they have not given 100 hours worth of content in the base Diablo 4 game. Facts. Much less anything I would find. And, and, and unfortunately, that is also to say how cheap per unit the Diablo business mo- the 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 price per unit of Diablo gameplay is dirt cheap. It it is it is the penny stock of gameplays. Let's be honest. Loot Fest <laughs> ARPG is the penny stock of motherfucking uh uh uh, uh gameplay loops. Yep. You should be paying point a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a penny per hour you play that game in terms of value. It is not expensive. It's completely derivative. It's something that you, they create. They put a lot into the back end of creating the system, and then the rest of it is pretty much p- click, you know, point and click generation of of new items and stuff. You know what I mean? And and that's why it's so big. Whenever they put in something that adds a whole new play style, because they found a new way to make the numbers line up. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the, all they're really doing. And so yeah, you know. We can't allow them to drive up the value of that gameplay loop. And that's how we should be. If, you know, if all of this is going to be based upon just, you know, capitalist exploitation in terms of pricing, then we cannot allow them to make the price per unit of gameplay loop that expensive. Because that's how they're looking at it. That's wild. That's how they're breaking it down. Because the, the price per gameplay loop can be directly tied to, to a production model, which can be directly tied to uh, uh, an input, uh, a cost input analysis. This is how capitalists think about price. Not in how long did it take the devs to make it. They don't give a shit. Because guess what? If it took the devs 10 years and they didn't pay them anything for it, it won't affect the price. <laughs> they don't care how long the devs took to make it. That has nothing to do with it. Because they're always in an act of driving down that cost of labor. So it doesn't, as long as they're actively doing that, they will always get more dev hours per unit paid. So then, you know, the games will get made. So this is why we can't allow them to predominate the discussion of pricing without pushing back vehemently when they do things like have a game that's in alpha or beta that has hundreds of millions of dollars of investment in it. No. At some point, we have to put our foot down and say, me and my friends can have fun elsewhere. Don't let them exploit the fact that you have fun no matter where you and your friends hang out. And if you chose to hang out on their platform, now you're validating that. You know, like, we, we, we should, we should do, be better about that. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's why I end up, unfortunately, sacrificing a lot of playtime with my friends. Because a lot of my friends are more interested. But it's something that I do personally. And something I don't hold against people who choose not to. But if we could get on code, they would stop doing this. You know what I mean? Star Citizen would have bent... The investors would have been put down on their foot and said, you better make a fucking game. If people weren't still just having fun on the skeleton of a game that they made. You know? But what are you going to do? Same thing with Diablo 4. 
you know? Um, same thing with Starfield, you know? Starfield squandered, I think, what was left of Bethesda's goodwill, right? Like, nobody, nobody gives a shit about what they say anymore. Like, <laughs> Bethesda will have to rely on launch day gameplay from here on out. You know, I, I and, and, you know, of course, there's always kids and there's suckers born every day, but <laughs> I don't think that they'll ever get enough of them to 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 be tricked into another like a massive Fallout Three launch. They'll never get that again. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> speaking of that, they lost a ton of goodwill when uh, recently when Obsidian came out. I was like, yeah, we pitched a bunch of spinoffs, and Obsidian was the 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 team that worked with. But that is the to make their more popular Fallout games, um, and so they're like, "Nah, we've been trying to talk to them, man. It's them." Like, oh, <laughs> ouch! Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it, it must suck for Obsidian to not be able to do anything with some of their, you know, yeah, uh, some of their best IPs, yeah, because they don't own the IP, and the people who own the IP are just dead Dickheads. set on running the fucking IP into trash. You know, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. But yeah, there was that. Um, and uh, we have, uh, I guess, what I guess the industry is calling one of the largest hacks in the video game industry to date, yeah. which was Insomnia. Poor Insomnia, man. That was fucked up, bro. They don't deserve that shit. The, ah. So One of the few game companies out there actually the make few, good games and fuck with their employees and, and shit. And, bunch and of assholes. What doubles down that, that, that Insomniac was extra not deserving of that is what they chose to leak. Because yeah, the personal information, information of the of fucking employees. people, bro. Come bro. on, guys. Like dickheads. I, because and then openly bragging about it afterwards too. It's just it's just real despicable people. shit. Um, because and you want to know why they did it is because when they tried to release game info, they couldn't get any outlet to pick it up because the game because that's one of the things that we fucking get on code with is that we don't play with leaks anymore, which is great. You know what I mean? I'm glad we found something to get on code about, but it's just like, you know, it really, 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 really put me in a weird position because typically I find activism through hacking or hacktivism, as people call it at times, for transparency to be pivotal. Because a lot of times things are going on in these executive boardrooms and executive emails that are very counter to what they're telling the public, and the public deserves transparency as a consumer to make educated consumer decisions. What they did wasn't that. Super fucked up. Absolutely don't support that shit at all. Doxing workers is, as, as, as a labor advocate, probably one of the worst things that you can do. One of the worst things that you can do. Because the workers are especially the devs and designers and artists are the least the ones that are least responsible for the for for the malfeasance and the public image that are that is usually getting people um targeted for with these attacks like you're literally hurting the people that have the least to do with whatever it is that you're and so it definitely showed this hack to be out of pure malice um i hope they get these motherfuckers cuz that shit is that that directly affects gamers in that Insomniac is not only treating people decently and, and, and not creating the most toxic workplace of, uh, uh, possible. So it is somewhat of a refuge for, for um, people in an industry who are looking for a larger studio to work for. 
but they also make good games. Mm-hmm. They make the games that we all are Spider interested Man. in playing. Spider Man. You know, it's like, you know, oh, it's, and it's the, not the place to do Infamous that. series too. Yes, and Infamous. Yes, love the Infamous games, dude. Just totally all around. Thumbs down to this hack. Yeah, definitely don't support what these guys are doing. Um, you know, because and 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 I and I feel like it's important to point that out because you will find me on the counterculture side of 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 hacking most of the time. In that, I find that most people who hack are doing so generally not out of malice. They're doing so because a they might have information addiction. They they could be a security specialist. They I, there's a lot of non malicious reasons why people hack. The need for freedom of information, the needs for transparency when these people are taking advantage, um, and that I do support. But what I do not support is attacking these companies and extorting them because they hold information on their employees, which they need for typical employment. Like, that's all they're doing. Like, it's, they're literally attacking Insomniac for holding records that they need to be able to participate in legal employment in this country. That's bullshit, man. Like, th- that's that's not fixing anything. You know what I mean? That's, that's, not, that's not hacking with a goal that is in anyone's best interest but your own. And I don't believe in that kind of selfish shit. Not at all. Um, so yeah, dude, that insomniac hack was, was the insomniac hack was way whack. Nah, yeah. that's too corny. That's too corny. Damn. They about to convict me on third degree corniness, bro. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I thought I had bars on that one. Nah, it's just yeah. heartbreaking, man. Like, I, I, <laughs> I was going to say it's a fucked up shit. Like, why is y'all niggas hacky? Hey, <laughs> I mean, that's not fucked up though. That's not fucked up though. EA has been fucking up. They parted it. They parted the fucking layoffs this year and all of this. Really? Like, come on, son. Go after a fucking company that's See, what I would like shit. to see, see but th- still leave the personal information out of it. No, see, nobody. See, what they need to do is hack EA and find man. out what the sh- what the shit was with that FIFA license that they had been fucking <laughs> screwing off for all the time. That would that's the kind of transparency I'd like to see. You know what I mean? But nah, yeah, this was this was definitely not the one. That was the, the, that was not the the lick for sure. Um, but yeah, and here we'll wrap up on this one. Um. We got Epic versus Google. So the decision came. So uh, Epic has been suing Google and Apple uh, for marketplace uh, monopolies in terms of uh, what they uh, their digital marketplaces uh, like Google Play and Apple Store. Um, evidently, they lost the suit against Apple, but for which I believe was um, was not a jury trial. They took that one to judge decision, and the judge aired on their side. Uh, Epic took the Google suit to jury trial, which is a lot, I guess, a lot easier to convince um, of any kind of malpractice, and they ruled against Google. Now, I find this to be an interesting one, because Google, I don't believe, is choosing to appeal. Or else, you know, they would have they would have said, you know, the ruling isn't final; it's going into appeals because you can file for that as soon as you hear the verdict. Doesn't seem like Google is appealing this because, in the end, they've given Epic the ability to to um have a marketplace that has transactions, 
But in the ruling, Google still takes 26% of anything <laughs> that happens on Android. So and see, this is what I think. I was like, this is what I was thinking about Epic. I was like, you do, you're, you're fighting for a place on their devices, bro. Like, yeah, you can fight to skirt the Google Play Store, but you're still stuck. Everything that uses the Google Play Store is an Android device. And Google is still taking their 26% off of anything coming off the Android, anything being charged on the Android device. So how did you win? What, what, like, what was the point? And, and it's just... It shows how spurious these these lawsuits were in the first place. That they never that it evident. Like I'm sure Google knew that this was what they were gonna go for from the get go. You know what I mean? Like if we ever lose monopoly of the marketplace, we'll just <laughs> charge them charge to use them it. On All right, we'll let you in, nigga. Just itself. give me thirty dollars. You know what I mean? And so, if Google knew this, I doubt that Epic was unaware of the possibility of this and. I don't know if Epic Epic was involved in the discussions of the ver- of how this verdict lands. You know what I mean? Like, could they have not foreseen that they would rule that Google can will have to open up, but that the 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 device based transaction charges are still going to be valid? Did they not see that? Like, how did that slip by you? You know what I mean? Because now now it's a complete loss for Epic because. No one's going to, because they're going to have to raise their prices yes. to be able to compensate for yes. Epic's cut. That was the first thing I thought too. Nobody's going to the go consumer. through the Epic Store when they can buy it through they're the Google pass Play that Store shit to the at normal price. And then Google, and and what kind of pricing chicanery are they going to perform to equalize equalize those 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 prices to not? not de-incentivize people from using the Epic Game Store in the first place. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, and and this is why, like, I hate discussions from consumers who talk about pricing and what price, because none of them are thinking about the fact that pricing has so little to do with the value proposition offered to you, has everything to do with a profit margin goal that's set regardless to whether the individual is receiving the said product or not. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's like, doesn't that, doesn't that, shouldn't that violate something in, in your psyche when you see that going down? Like, wait a second, wait a second. How do pricing over here fluctuating so much? I mean, and, and, and in legal terms, it's illegal to, to set prices that way for the most part. And it's only because software development is so opaque. And Congress is just so bad at following up on stuff like this <laughs> that they never stop to check because, like, you know, supermarkets will get in trouble for jacking up the prices of eggs in a pandemic. And so, you know, we, we shouldn't have a double standard. You know what I mean? Like, let's hold corporations to equal standards. They're not human entities that we have to come up with special rules for. Like, when... When a corporation is, is is being held responsible, and and I do get that when it comes to video games, a lot of these corporations exist in countries that don't have any rules and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that we should lower our standards as consumers. Hold them all to the same same standards, whether you're a grocery store or a steel uh, uh, producer or a video game company. 
base your pricing on standards so that the consumer can create, you know, a feedback loop of, of decent value propositions. But yeah, I've said that word, that phrase too many times this episode. Let's, let's go ahead and we'll wrap up on that, man. Um, yeah, dude, I'm definitely looking forward. We're coming into, we're coming into my favorite time of year. <laughs> Not the Christmas season, but the end of year season. So we're going to be doing our wrap up. Then we're going to do some prognostications. We'll do the, 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 the big winners and losers of the year this year. So, you know, a lot of my favorite episodes are coming up. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, definitely. I hope everybody did enjoy the show. We'll be seeing you shortly on uh, the uh, Christmas uh, episode, which just be a regular episode. But <laughs> nonetheless, I hope you guys do enjoy your holiday. Um, and if you did enjoy the show, please feel to, uh, feel free to subscribe. You can catch us on anchor.fm or on patreon.com. You can also find us on social media on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at home Heron. You can also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homie. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico GVO. Now, let's remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy. <laughs>